I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. It can be really like a Debbie Downer, like, great. Like, I have all this great stuff or this content idea or, or a photo shoot, and like, I have no idea where to do it. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 145. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. We would love to know what you think. Yes, we definitely would. Well, for today's conversation, we are talking about what to do when you may not have a place to shoot, which Jesse's going to be taken over and i'm excited to hear you know i've i've definitely had the uh problem that problem uh and she's helped me out so uh she's gonna she's gonna lead us today but before we get into it jesse what are you drinking uh so i am just enjoying my coffee and protein uh as you know i have a you know a, a trainer and i have a specific uh, nutrition plan that has me meeting certain milestones each day. And one of that is a lot of protein. And so every morning I try to put in protein into my coffee just to like knock some of it out. Well, that's a lot better yeah. than what I'm drinking, which is just, you know, my tart cherry limeade seltzer from Polar. Mm, Polar brand. Yep. Mm. Seriously, they need to sponsor my life at this point because that's pretty much all I've been drinking. Well, maybe you need to tag them in some posts. <gasps> that's yeah very that's what we talked we were talking about last time you know and i I would i would i would do a sponsored post with them yeah you totally all should. right now i have i definitely have this problem where i you know i am a business but i don't have an office i'm a lifestyle brand but i don't have a great place to shoot so this is i'm really looking forward to this conversation so first off um jesse present the problem that we're discussing today. Yeah. So we, you know, I wanted to talk about this because uh, as a photographer specifically, so this can be viewed from the photographer's lens, but also as a content creator, you know, perspective. Um, we know that sometimes you may have content you want to shoot, but you do not have a great space to shoot in, whether it is your home or you don't have access to like, you know, a studio as a photographer, you may not have that. So um, it can be really like a Debbie Downer, like, great. Like I have all this great stuff or this content idea or, or a photo shoot. And like, right. I have no idea where to do it. And, you know, finding a space can almost, uh, be, a, a make or break in some situations to the results of your images. Um, and so finding a space to create the content is really important. It can influence the look and feel of the shoot. It can actually reflect and um, underscore certain values or aesthetics of a brand mm -hmm. that you're working with. So let's say you're a content creator and maybe this product that you're working with is very colorful and bright. Finding a colorful and bright location to sort of underscore that visual aesthetic, but also tie back into you know, maybe some other things that the brand is really known for. Um, you know, as a photographer, you may want to find a space that has good lighting because sometimes our homes or other people's homes or other people's offices may not have the best light. So finding a space is actually really important and can be a really big 
stress point for a lot of content creators and photographers. Now, my que- so my question is why not why not just shoot it at the space that you think you have? Like that's a really kinda, good point. I mean, like why not just kind of adapt something, you know? Yeah, so you definitely you definitely can shoot. So I'm going to give you some tips on, you know, if you feel like your space isn't good enough, a, a yeah. few thoughts on that. But you made a good point because in some cases, even if you feel like your space is not great, it actually you made it work. fine. It may be perfectly fine, especially if like I'm thinking I'm going back to some of my TikTok, um, you know, my my time spent on TikTok where I see mm. people just like showing the real life. And so in some cases, your specific audience and maybe the location, maybe I should have prefaced this, the location choice should also be made with your audience in mind. Because if your audience like doesn't care about aesthetics or doesn't or appreciates realness, like your regular home may be perfectly fine because let's face it, not everybody has a 5,000 square foot new build construction, especially in New England where we're living with homes that are extremely old and 1850s right here windows that are full of ac units because we don't have central ac um you know it just can be really difficult when you feel like your space doesn't compare to some of these like beautifully curated homes that you see on instagram but at the same time it may actually be perfect if your audience appreciates the realness and the authenticity Mm -hmm. so so, you know, in some cases, you actually can make your space work. And then the other thing, if you're like, okay, I really, I appreciate that, but I have this aesthetic I'm trying to work with, but I want to shoot at my own space. You can actually carve out spaces in your space to make it work. So for example, our shoots together, Kate, we've done this mm-hmm. because there's like times where you're like, um, my house is a mess. But I have this perfect corner. Like currently, right up. now, <laughs> I've shoved all of Alex's clothes onto the other side of the room. They'll be out. So if we just <laughs> shoot from this vantage point, it's going to be perfect. And literally, it works. Like, yeah, I either shoot with the intention <laughs> of cropping, or you know, we just like you've you've literally you're like I don't have time to clean every corner in my house, and this area is going to be the main focus, anyways. So my my suggestion is like figure out the area you want to shoot and just move stuff around. Like it's if there's like one corner in the house like it's like amazing light, move it around, create a little vignette and make it work. That's what I did. So when we shot last year and and for like my, my all my Halloween content that then I didn't even end up using really because I was pregnant and terribly <laughs> ill that whole season and basically it was just I'm gonna use it all this year, guys. Um, poor Aurora is not gonna be in anything, but that's okay. She'll be in other stuff. Um, that's what I did is I had like I think I had like four different little vignettes where I like took our dresser and I turned it into like a banquet for like, you know, a party setup. Mm-hmm. And then like my 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 little dressing table, my little um uh makeup table was like my office for some mm-hmm. professional shots and then you know we did some stuff like where i was sitting on my bed doing things and then there was a corner where i had like a little drink drink uh caddy set up and everything so right. you know it's it is it is possible but what what else what else can you do yeah so the 
depending on the type of content that you need, sometimes keeping it plain and simple and just finding that blank wall to work with. So Mm. like if let's say you are a content creator and you are doing like a get ready with me and you don't need to show like your entire space, find that plain wall or that simple one area and like keep it simple. I would say if you are using this from a photography standpoint and like, let's say you are trying to find a a blank wall for your client to work with, my recommendation is just don't have them unless it's intentional, you know, right up against that wall. You want to create that depth, Um, you know, not having them exactly against the wall if if at all possible. Um, So that's another thing is just really keep it simple. In some cases, you can go find a blank wall outside. We've done that. So Kate and I have done that for a couple yeah. of her shoots. And it, it was a pink blank wall. But all we needed was something that kind of matched her aesthetic. And it was like on the side of this like building that wasn't even like the prettiest building. But it was like a cool plastery pink that like matched her brand perfectly. So you can find a plain brick wall, a plain it's white actually wall. A, it's actually a shop that has sex toys in the back of it. That's right. <laughs> That's yeah, right. You never so know what you're gonna. You never know never what you're, know gonna, what find. you're gonna find. You know, but it was like uh, it's like this pink stucco wall, and it was perfect for my brand. And I love those photos. You know, they were so fun, and they just fit. They fit the bill. Well, and as you're traveling through your town, like, and I do this in Wakefield too, and I, you know, I'm like, oh, that'd be a good wall if we ever need a wall. Oh, that'd be a good wall. Like, yeah. Sometimes all you need is is a wall, right? So, um, but I realized that sometimes you need more than a wall sometimes yeah, you need I mean, more than just a corner and a house so you need working you know if you need like the whole if if you're looking to update your website like to really do everything get some content for your instagram and everything you're gonna need you're gonna need more right and so in those cases you know and i know there's a ton of resources out there so i am taking this as I, I'm, I'm making a few assumptions about our audience right now that they're super green and they may not have ever heard of these resources. We will link them up. It's resources yeah. that I use as a brand photographer and I know other content creators sometimes even rent these spaces directly to create their own content as well. So one of the things that you can do is actually like rent a space, right? And so homestudiolist.com has been a go-to and a savior for me before I ended up renting my studio um, or leasing the studio. Now these are homes that usually have a certain style or look or, you know, certain level of caliber to them that they get listed on the site and you can rent it for an hourly rate. Um, They do regularly update and add properties. So if you haven't been on the site in a while, I recommend you check it out. Even just the other day, I saw a few listings added in Massachusetts. So that's great. Um, And this is perfect for if you're looking, like I have some clients that are like, I really want to shoot in a home setting. Now my studio, Mm. it's got a lifestyle feel to it, but it doesn't have a kitchen. It doesn't have a bedroom. It doesn't have like an official living room. So if you're really looking for a home-like space, that site is perfect. Um, Alternatively, there is peer space. Peer space does include homes, but it expands upon that to other creative spaces as well. So there's homes, there's actual photography studios. And in some cases, there's like really unique spaces. And the idea behind this website is that people are able to list their space in a way that when they're not using it, or they have it available for rent, they can lease it out. So 
the reason I say that is some of these spaces are almost like flex spaces. So I've even seen lobbies of hotels listed. I've seen lobbies of apartment complexes, you know, those like community areas that are in apartment complexes. So in some cases, it's not a completely private space and you just want to be aware of that. But there's such a wide variety of spaces that I think peer space can be such a great resource. The prices tend to be a little bit better than homestudiolist.com. But the other thing you want to keep in mind is some of the rentals and depending on you know the space, they may have a minimum shooting requirement. And I will say that some of these, um, you know, you may be thinking, I don't really have a lot of like a big budget and that's mm-hmm. something to, to consider. We will link it up. I do have, I do have some coupons, like, uh, like discounts that we can, yeah. so if anybody like links up, like checks out our links, you might be able to, with these people. Like, like yeah. These so I have a couple of like coupon them. codes for our links to give if people are interested in that. But if you're like, I still don't, I still don't have, um, the money. One thing you can do is reach out to your local network, right? Reach out to your network of entrepreneurs and say, hey, I'm looking for a space. Is anyone willing to let me use their space? I usually always ask with the intention of compensating them. So you still may have to shell out some some money or if you have something that you could offer for trade in return. As a photographer, I could offer my services. I could offer to do a headshot in their space for them. Like if I have mm-hmm. a client that wants to use their space, maybe I'll come a little bit early to do like a quick headshot for them. Um, and this is, I'm doing this actually like as a freebie for my own client, but as a content creator, you might also be able to offer something to them. Maybe you have an yeah. extra ticket to an event. I don't know, but reach out to your local network. And that's actually panned out a few times for me, I've been able to find a very specific space that I need. And in one case, I did pay the venue. And the other time, my it was like a friend client. And they were like, sure, it's no problem. They didn't, they didn't even need anything for me. And that was so wonderful. I was able to use their space pretty much for absolutely free. That is nice. And um, they, you've also had people use other people's homes too. Like they they have friends exactly. and family that they've also reached out to too. Like exactly. I remember with Erica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She had that yeah. beautiful space. So in some cases, if you're a photographer and or even a content creator, if you have friends or family that have spaces that are willing to let you rent, just reach out to them. The other free place, mostly free, because there's going to be some caveats, is just looking outdoors. Now, as a brand photographer, shooting outdoors, I love shooting outdoors, but I will say that for most of the time, I'm going to also have an indoor location, primarily because if there's rain and we can't avoid the rain, if let's say it is sunny, but let's say it's like super windy out and my clients are like, I cannot, my hair will be blowing all over the place. I, As a brand photographer, I very rarely shoot just strictly outdoors. That being said, it may work for you. As a content creator, it may work for you. So a few things that I will say um, are beneficial also for shooting outdoors are the seasonality aspect. You can really pick up the seasons when you're shooting outdoors if you are in a fact an area that actually does experience the seasons like New England, yep. Atlantic, even some of Southeast. Um, there are going to be some areas in the country, probably not California, where I any mean, maybe. Or Arizona, you're not going to necessarily get a lot of seasonality there. But 
especially for content creators that like yourself, you know, when we do some of these shoots, they're very much seasonal, like your Halloween content. Like we're not going to shoot that in April. Yeah. Like we're just not going to do that or your summer content. You're not going to shoot in the fall winter. Right. Right. So, um, and the other thing to keep in mind about outdoor spaces, you always do want to check if you're going to a local park or a state park or a town park or a beach, make sure you review their photo policy. In some cases, yep. if you are shooting there, you will need to get a permit. And sometimes that permit costs money. So and that's why I said there is a caveat to free because sometimes you may still need to get a permit. And the last thing you want to do, especially if you're a photographer, is have you and your clients out on a location and then all of a sudden you get kicked out because you didn't get a permit. Um, right. A couple of big places, I'll just note this in the Boston area, the Boston Public Library, beautiful space, you need a permit. The Boston Common, technically you need a permit, but I will say I've shot That's, there without a permit. Yeah. <laughs> Cranes Beach, you need a permit. Um, I think yep. even... The Crane the, Estate, it's like they are very strict on who they allow to shoot there. Exactly. So always check before you go. Um so I, I would say, so between renting a space and outdoors, if those mm-hmm. are some great ideas for you, if you're like, okay, I can't shoot at my own space and I yeah. clearly don't want to spend money. So those are some really good options. Now, you kind of touched on collaborating in terms of offering your services in return for a space to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about, what are other options in terms of collaboration there? Yeah. So I did m- mention that. Um, especially like thinking about, um, you know, asking someone for return and using the space. But if like you're a content creator, right. And you, maybe you're not a photographer, but let's say you have this idea for a shoot and like, I don't know, like the hotel of the lobby, like, let's say, let's say you've got this like beautiful dress or like evening attire. And you're like, mm-hmm. but I don't really have an event I'm going to, but I need to look like it's going, like I'm going to an event to like showcase this like evening attire. Maybe you're working with Rent the Runway. I don't know. Mm, yeah. um, or something like that. Like you could go to a hotel and you can ask them like, you know what? Hey, you know, maybe I ask them if I can use their lobby in return. Um, you know, I can create some independent content for them. Maybe it could actually be a three-way collaboration between the hotel and rent the one-way. Obviously, you would need to work that out in your agreements with your brand, with the brands that you're working with. But that's just one way to say, hey, I need to use the space, but I'm like willing to, you know, compensate you in shooting some content for you or doing a free brand collaboration. Um, and then from the photographer's perspective, like I mentioned in the example of using like a friend's house and maybe I'm taking a headshot for them. Um, what I've also done is specifically license the same photos in return for using, um, using a space. So, um, let's say they just wanted, you know, pictures, let's say their house was just redone, right? And then it's beautiful renovation and the homeowner's like, you know what? I want some like final pictures of this space while I'm there. I can capture some images of the space while I'm there with my client and easily, you know, give that to them without a lot of extra work. So there's ways to like relicense your photos in a way that is the form of compensation to using, using a space. So those are some additional ways to collaborate. If you are like, I have no idea where to shoot. 
I love all of those. And I, you know, we've used a bunch of them. Um, I think also one other thing you might want to consider adding to your list, Jesse, is looking for photographers doing like mini sessions and stuff like that. You know, because mm. you do you do a lot of mini sessions at different locations. And sometimes if you're just in need of like a couple of quick shots, you know, finding finding somebody who's doing like a mini session around at a, in a location might be all that you need for this specific thing. But that being said, what you've shared about, you know, finding a space would be great for somebody who's really looking to overhaul their their photography needs. Exactly. Um, no, that's a great point. Many sessions are always great. And I have seen photographers even post them as events on Facebook. Um, yeah. Events. I sometimes if I'm doing like family session minis, I'll like see if any photographers are offering them that way. Um, yeah. So I think that's a great idea. Um I wonder and, if you can set anything like if you had a specific location in mind, you could like set a alert or something. That would be a neat thing to figure yeah, out. Yeah, that would be interesting. Because I mean, there are some there are some really cool locations, you know, that we have around here for photo like Lady Bird, Lady Ladyfinger Lounge. Actually, it's funny because somebody reached out to me saying that they listened to the podcast and they were like, "We're going to Ladyfinger um, Lounge." And they wanted to know what it was like, like what their tea was like. Oh. And I was like, oh, I haven't been there. She's like, oh, I thought you had, I thought you shot there. I said, no, um, my, the, my co-host has shot there. We, but we shot together at Jolie Tea um, yes. in Salem. And so, you know, there's a lot of different really cool spaces like you know, Jolie Tea with Jolie Tea, I wanted that look of the sal- the tea salon. And so I went to them and they don't usually do this or they didn't until I, <laughs> they didn't until I mentioned it to them. Um, but I was like, I want to do a photo shoot in, the, in your space. And that's what we did. That's one of the things we did last year. And so they charged me for the tea and they were like, yeah, just here, take, take an hour and a half and you can shoot in here and, and we'll provide you with with that kind of you know the the salon to do that look yeah um, so that's that was a cool exactly. thing to do you know exactly um, so that's that's a great example that you know exactly or that type of situation where mm-hmm. i mean sure we could have carved out a place in your home for for right. that but it worked out magically it was yeah. so the the photos that the vision that you had for that wearing the clothes that you yeah. were going to wear and sort of the, the imagery that you were using for inspiration lended itself to going outside of your That space. was like my Glinda, the good witch shoot. That was mm-hmm. so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So f- some final words on what you need to keep in mind when it comes to figuring out a location for your shoot. If you know, you don't have a space that's going to work. Yeah. So as a photographer, things that I keep in mind, if my clients are like, wavering between shooting at their space or somewhere else things that like immediately come to mind when I ask them and this is going to help you sort of think through is this going to work so things that I ask them are like okay what time of day does your does your space get the sun because if I'm going for my light and natural like light and airy look I want that bright and direct sun and so if it's like really harsh at the time that we're shooting like that's going to be difficult like if it's that like very moody sun you know very hard light that's not going to give us the look so you always want to try and figure out where you're shooting is it going to provide the lighting that you want if you're not using artificial lighting 
the aesthetic is very important. So for example, that the Jolie tea, I think is a great example of the aesthetic that we're going for. Um, finding a space, like it, again, is the space going to be modern? What's the furniture look like? Is, you know, one of the home studios that I shoot in a lot is a very traditional sort of ornate neutral um, decor. And I would say if you're more of a modern, um, you know, sort of European, I don't even know what you, what you would call it in like Norwegian, modern, like Swiss look, then that house would not work for you. So you want to think is the overall like decor furniture color is going to work for you. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I would say um, one way you can do that is obviously check out the photos. But in some cases, I've gone to the location beforehand to actually get an idea of the space. I will say on some of these websites, like Peerspace, for example, there was one site, one one particular location I went to to check it out because it looked great in photos, but I had a feeling they were making it look way bigger than what it was. And oh. I get there and I was like, this is so small. And they have a team of 15. It's not going to work. Ooh, and that's so, something to can take into consideration, the size of your space too. Yeah. Most of these places, if you contact them and if you're getting like the sense, and if it's on the cusp where you're not 100% sure, you, it's worth just going to check out if possible. So I would say those are my final tips. Well, I think that those are great Tips, you've obviously been through so much when it comes to, I mean, you've come a long way when it comes to working with spaces and stuff. I remember when we first did the shoot, we did a we did that shoot on Newbury Street in Boston. And yeah. it was a great space, but I feel like you've learned so much more how to utilize spaces since then. And, and yeah. you found so many great resources. So, I uh, and I will- that website is even, I don't even know- Breather, oh, really? breather, breather, yeah, breather spaces. I used know. to love those. Yeah, they were great. Well, and I will also give a little plug because if you are in the Boston area and you are looking for um, a space to shoot, Jesse, you have your own space. Mm, yes, I do. Yeah. I do. So then you, if you, you know, sometimes even just finding a photographer that has a great space to shoot, um, you know, not, it's not always going to fit everybody's needs, but maybe it's just what you're looking for. So you can check out Jesse Wyman photography and, and check out her space and what she's got going on over there. And I know you've made it work for quite a few things. Yeah. Me being one of them. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. You can check us out on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. And we would love it if you would email us if you have any ideas for shows or guest suggestions, Cocktails and Content Creation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at FashionablyKateAndCo. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Make sure to tune in next time for another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. <laughs>